Podcast, a uh, nerdy pop culture awesome podcast in general. And uh, Happy New Year. It's been a while since we've all spoke to you, but let's get the show on the road. I'm Dan. I'm nerd I'm number Pete. one. Joining me as always is Pete. Pete, how's it going? Good. How's it going, man? It's going. It's going. It's good to see you. Good to talk to you via Zoom, as we normally do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us once again, we have Lexi. Lexi, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Thank you for being here. Good to see you again. Um, so, hey, Happy New Year, everybody. We haven't recorded since before the holidays, which got, I think, a little crazy for everybody. Uh, Pete, I know you got a little sick. You feeling better, buddy? Uh, I'm feeling better. I got I, the go, the COVID got me. So yep. it is what it is. Um, I think everybody's going through it. So but I'm on the mend. Feeling better, so it's all good. Um, how about you? You were kind of sick for a little bit too, weren't you? At some point, I wasn't sick. There was just a lot of sickness in the family. A lot of my family members got COVID. Um, we we were in and out of hospitals and stuff. So, but now everyone's on the mend. Everyone's doing better. So that's good. How about you, Lexi? Did you uh, fare all right? Yeah, I I also got the COVID. Um, it was not enjoyable, but I definitely am like back to one hundred percent. But we had a weird phenomenon because I moved back into my house of five people, not knowing that I had COVID and then like had symptoms, whatever, in front of everyone, interacted with everyone. And the entire time I was the only person that had symptoms or tested positive. Wow. So and I lived like sharing cups with these people, like, you know, face to face with them every single day. And I'm the only one that got it. So super weird yes that's very strange well i'm glad no one else got it i'm glad you're feeling better because uh yeah this this whole thing kind of sucks doesn't it yeah yeah would not recommend zero out of ten would (laughs) not recommend (laughs) take it back to costco and get your money back you know exactly (laughs) so uh you know it it is still relatively new in the new year we are in 2022 and we thought it might be fun just to kind of talk about some of our I don't want to say favorite things because we haven't experienced them yet, but our the things we're most looking forward to for 2022. So uh, would anyone like to chime in first with something you're really looking forward to this year? I'm looking forward to a lot of new music. Um, I've been just doing research and stuff, and there's a lot of new records coming out in 2022. Man, I really date myself when I still call them records, right? But uh, whatever. I mean, uh, it, it, is a, it, it is a record. The vinyl is, I think... The physical, but calling something a record, I think it's fine. Yeah, no, it just it just shows my age. It is what it is. Um, but uh, no, nah, there's like a lot of new bands that are going to be releasing product and a lot of old bands that are going to be releasing um, record, which is kind of crazy. So can't wait to kind of go over that and talk about it. But uh, yeah, it's going to be the year for new music, I think. Awesome. Any ones in particular that you're looking forward to most? A couple. Like, so Blink-182 supposedly, in theory, is putting out a new record. Oh, I don't know what I've been reading. Um, you know, from what I gather, it's going to be probably towards the second half of the year, um, which I'm kind of excited about. Um, I was just kind of reading a couple of of articles and stuff like that. You know, Travis Barker was talking about it. Um, it's looking like Mark's on the mend. He's doing well with his cancer and all that sort of stuff. So it's just pretty cool. So they're anticipating doing something. Um you know, maybe not necessarily with Tom DeLonge, even though that's in the article, he was quoted as saying something about Tom DeLonge, but I'm like, 
I, I personally could care less. I mean, I wasn't a what, you know. what about Mark from Alkaline Trio? Because he did California with them. That's on my list too. That's on my list too. That they're supposed to be doing something new too. Uh, oh, no, I, I meant is Mark going to be back with Blink this time around, or we don't know. Oh, we don't know yet. I, I, I honestly don't even know if he's going to be 100%. I mean, this is all just hearsay based on what Travis had said in this article. But, okay. uh, you know, there's no confirmation yet from Mark um, if there is even going to be one. But supposedly, rumors on the streets is uh, there's going to be a new Blink record. So, That's we'll cool. Um, so that would be pretty cool to see. Um, another cool one is Paramore. I mean, it's been a while since Paramore's put new product out. So I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. So they will be doing something new in 2022. So I didn't hear about that. That's really exciting. Yep. Yep. So apparently they've been at a pretty long hiatus. So they're, they're ready she, to put new music out. Doesn't, I'm not trying to throw shade on, on, on Haley or, or anything, but wasn't it eventually like she was the only member of Paramore, like... Mm-hmm. Everyone yep. else kind of left and she just had a backing band and now she well, was doing solo stuff. Like, is it the old band coming back together or? Not from what oh, okay. I gather, um, but it, it's kind of similar to how, you know, with Blink, um, with Panic at the Disco, you know, at the okay. end, it was just Brendan Urie. Right, right. So this well, it's is- like how Trent Reznor operated for a long time too for Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. It was him and then whoever he had on that record. He has more of a stable band these days. But yeah, for a long time, that's kind of what he did. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Again, that's a pretty cool one that's supposedly going to be coming out. Um, a, a little bit older school is Metallica. Apparently, they're putting out a new record too. And it's like, damn, like, all right. They can still do it. Um, they were touring this past year too, which was wild. So uh, yeah, they I celebrated what the twentieth anniversary of the Black Album, twenty fifth anniversary of the Black Album. The twenty fifth. It, it, it may have been more. It may have been like thirtieth. I, I don't know the number anymore. <laughs> As I think about the years, it's depressingly longer each time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're either, in either case. It's definitely older than Lexi. So you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like, I got records in my collection that are older than you. Damn. That is the truth. <laughs> it's kind of messed up. You know what made me feel really old? Quick sidebar was uh, I, I was with uh, a staff member and she told me her, her mom was, uh, was 43. And I'm like, hey, don't be making fun of your mom, 43. I'm 41. Stop fucking around. Yep. Get up there. <laughs> oh, that like, I was like, Damn. I, I probably have freaking sneakers in my closet older than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple guitars on your wall that might be older. Oh, I definitely have guitars oh, older yeah. than, than, than her and you, Lexi, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, but you'll be interested about this one, Dan. So Weezer's going to be putting out some new content too. Yeah, I remember like, reading towards the tail end of 2021 that they were planning on four albums. Yep. One yep. for every season. So there's going to be like a what? winter, spring, summer, uh, yep. fall kind of thing going, which yep. I, I, I dig it. It could be really cool. I'm down for it. I'm totally down for it. That's He's so cool. He's got to rock the, um, the porn stash and like the mullet though. I swear to God, because <laughs> when I saw them at Hella Mega, that was phenomenal. I know they went with a whole like 80s theme, but the porn stash and the mullet, 
sold it. And he came and, out with like the old school metal vest too. That was and the awesome. flying V. He had like the yeah. flying V's and everything. I was like, wow, was great. we're going all in on this. <laughs> so it's like, you go Rivers Cuomo. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but time out a second. So I want to address like the, the elephant in the room. And, and I think it's more of me, just my dumb curiosity on this. So, and I want this to be live on the air. So that way I know the, the truth on this. <laughs> How in God's name did you score a feature with Chris from Less Than Jake? <laughs> How the fuck did you pull that off? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, no. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Chris Demakes has a solo record coming out this year, by the way. Um, but no. So for, for those who aren't in the know, yeah, I host another radio show podcast program called The Rock Nerd Radio Show. Um, going on like 11 years of doing that one. And, you know, I, I wanted to try to kind of ramp up my my the eyes and the ears on my show. And Krista Makes hosts a wonderful podcast. It's literally called Krista Makes a Podcast. And he interviews singers, songwriters about the music they do. And, you know, he's running this like a business. So he will advertise for himself. And he mentioned that he does custom songwriting. So about, I want to say it was maybe like last May. I reached out just to kind of be like, what does it cost? I'm interested, you know, like, here's my idea. Here's how long of a thing I want. And he gave me his full pricing and he was super polite about it. And I said, all right, like, you know, this is something I'm going to have to think on because my wife and I, we're, we're in our house a little over a year now. So we're still doing repairs and updates here and there. So, uh, you know, I told him, I told him the truth about the house and how uh, I would like to do this, but maybe in the future. And he said, no problem, reach back out whenever. So one of the wonderful things that happens when you use apps like Venmo and PayPal is when you have that balance of people just paying you back, sometimes you forget to put it in your bank. It's like play money that's not really there. Mm -hmm. So I looked at my Venmo account one day and I had a substantial amount of money in it. So I said, well, you know what? Like this is like technically money that I've saved. So I emailed Chris to make. So I was like, all right, man, I'm in. Like, let's do it. So he he wanted half of the, the deposit up front. Mm -hmm. So I gave that to him. He spent, a, I don't know, maybe two weeks working on it. And then a couple of days ago, he basically said, all right, like, I'm going to send it to you tomorrow. I need the final half of the money. So I sent that. Next day, I had the full song. And um yeah, it, it, it was everything that I hoped it would be. Like, it, it sounds goofy saying that, but this was one of my favorite, like, ska bands, one of my favorite bands. You know, one of their singers did a theme song about this project that I've really been, you know, putting a lot into for a long time now. And um, it, it was awesome. And I, I haven't really told too many people about it until it happened. Cause like in case, you know, he couldn't write the song or something happened. I didn't want everyone right. to be like, Hey, what up? What happened? Right. So uh, I kind of waited until I had the song in hand and I sent it to a few people just to be like, check this out and tell me what you think. And everyone's like, dude, he's singing about you. Like that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so it, it was really cool. And, you know, Chris had called me a couple of times just to kind of bounce ideas off me and talk about what he was thinking of the song. And, just like a super nice guy. And I'm trying not to like fanboy out when I'm talking to him because yeah, I've seen less than Jake, like 12, 13 times in concert. 
you know, so this is someone I really look up to and respect. So it was, it was just awesome. And he was really polite about it and just very down to earth. And uh, yeah, like it, you know, I know a lot of people now have like that side hustle of writing custom songs, but like, I would recommend him until the day I die. He was, he was awesome. Very cool. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And, and I did notice that uh, in the slideshow that uh, you and I are at Warp Tour together. So yeah, well, that, so was, that, cool. that was the other thing. He he said that if I made like a picture slideshow, he'd push it out on social media to get some eyes on on me. So I made a slideshow. You know, the the, the theme is fifty three seconds long. So I made a quick slideshow. I sent it his way, and next thing I know, it, it was on. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And and he tagged me in all of it, which was really nice of him. He tagged both my personal and my rock nerd pages, which were awesome. So yeah, he 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 was really cool. And uh, he, he reached back out to me about another idea. Um, he does offer like animated videos to go along with stuff. It's money that I don't have right now. So we'll let the Vemo account just kind of inflate it again and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's pretty cool because all of a sudden I see like I'm like wait a minute what the wait that doesn't warp tour what the <laughs> yeah yeah well like a lot of it like because you know my show my my other show very similar to some of the stuff we do here but I like really hone in on like the comic books and Comic Con and things like that so it was just pictures from adventures at Comic Con and meeting you know like celebrity meet and greets and stuff and I'm not a you know I'm not someone who thinks like that much of myself or like I'll never admit that I paid money to get a photo with a celebrity I totally have but it's a it's a fun thing it's a thrill my wife and I love it we don't do it all the time it's really it's someone super special that we want to see hmm. so um you know like, I don't mind showing that stuff off it's you know it's yeah. it's cool to me so yeah it's very cool sorry quick sidebar I just I had to know and I, I wanted to get it on the air so I was like all right I need to ask we're talking about music, so here's the opportunity to segue right in. Yeah. No, man, I, I appreciate you asking. Thank you. Very cool. So, but yeah, there's like a bunch of other records that are coming out too that I'm kind of excited about. Um, just kind of get back into it. Um, let's just see, because there's a lot coming down the pike that, you know, um, Code Orange, believe it or not, they're still a thing. I didn't even know they were still a thing, quite honestly. Yeah, I didn't realize. Um, but there's speculation that you'll be putting out new music, which is kind of bizarre. So I thought mm. that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne is still putting music out. Why not? Man's got to do something. I guess supposedly again, rumor rumor on the streets is he's putting a new record out. So okay, um, but I'm actually kind of curious about the Avril Lavigne record because she's been working with um, Feldy for quite a while, John Feldman. And I think she's got yeah. Travis on the record too. I know I heard a song not too long ago that had Travis in it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, she just she so. just signed to his record label recently, DTA mm -hmm. Records. Okay. So now she's I think they're like really working together on this oh, new yeah. album. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Avril signed to uh to Feldy's label. Um so yeah. And I think, you know, Travis has been affiliated with them for quite a while. Um and I think he might even be part of that project don't quote me on that but i know he's been working um very closely um oh, i know he's as, as we said he's definitely drumming on one of those tracks so yeah definitely I just don't part know of it somehow thing. you know um but yeah uh also parkway drive paris um so they're also putting some records out too which i'm kind of excited for 
Um, Avenged Sevenfold, which I'm kind of surprised. I, I thought they were done. Yeah, they're still they're still kicking around. Really? I, oh, I really yeah. thought that they were were totally done, <laughs> but uh, apparently they've got a new record kind of lined up for for the summer. So that should be pretty cool. So yeah, there's a bunch of new records coming out. So yeah, Maxie, how about you? Any records you're looking forward to? Um, the Avril Lavigne one is really, really on the top forefront of my mind. I'm so excited. I heard her song "Bite Me," and then she had another one. I love it when you hate me. They both, you know, quenched my thirst that I've been looking for. Um, so I'm just I'm really excited. I love like a classic throwback 2000s pop punk type of energy um so that's that's really exciting to me and then i don't know if you guys will know this group um but earth gang is supposedly working on a bunch of new stuff um this is all they haven't announced anything yet but they did just put out a new single that was a really really interesting commentary on like the black lives matter movement and police brutality and stuff where it was kind of just like them casually rapping on a track, like not no big production behind it, but they each took turns and like shared their personal experience with police brutality and being black men in the United States. So I'm assuming that their album is going to kind of also walk that line. Um, either way, it's interesting to me because their music always has some sort of some sort of a cool deep meaning um so that's that's exciting um also stand atlantic i don't know if you guys know who that is but they just put out a new song um with royal and the serpents that i've been like obsessed with um it's called pity party so i've been headbanging to that and i don't know if they're putting out any new music but i think they're getting the ball rolling so i'm very excited that's cool awesome how about you, Dan? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I didn't think anybody would say these two, so I'm glad I get to. Uh, Frank Turner, who I really, really like, is putting out a new record in February, so that's coming out before you know it. He's already released a couple um, songs from it, so they're they're floating around. It's called the record is called FTHC, which stands for Frank Turner Hardcore. I think he's aiming for more of his. Uh, older sound i feel like the last couple records have been a bit of a departure from what he we're used to so i think this is going back to kind of you know true form and then we're also getting a uh, we found i found out this morning it, I, I woke up to this news the band ghost is putting out a new record in march they just dropped a new single called uh call me little sunshine which uh pretty sure it's about the devil <laughs> yeah that was on my that's, list that's too, ghost I mo i freaking love ghosts so you really uh, yeah i really do okay it was on my you know list i didn't even bother bringing it I, up i don't i don't <laughs> think wait wait wait. what did you say i said it was on my list i didn't even bother bringing it up yeah. no but you know what it is i think a lot of people get mad at ghosts for being this like over the top you know faces painted you know like devil church kind of thing but like they know what they're doing like and it to them it is kind of like a goof they're just writing catchy music to go along with it so like you know, I think some people who are like, oh, you know, their whole shtick. It's like, no, they, they know that it's like, it, that it's a joke. It's kind of yeah. like supposed to be fun, you know? It's like satire. Yes. There we go. That's a good word for it. So well, th- those are my big two that I'm excited for at the moment. 
I'm sure as the year goes on, as we as it always does, there will be 20 more albums that that I want to listen to and get my hands on, if not more. So should be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. There's going to be a ton of bands probably that are going to be dropping new projects that we just haven't heard of yet. So, but yeah. uh, it, it's going to be a good year. I really do. I really think it's going to be a solid year for music. There we go. But, uh, you know, just a segue in, what about, I, and I know you're probably dying to talk about this, Dan, so I, I'll let you go first. Um, just for the new year and like just in movies, I can almost wait. I can almost hear the gears starting to grind. So uh, I, I will let you. Movies? Uh, Gee, are, are there any movies I'm supposed to be excited about that don't have Batman in them? <laughs> I, I was going to say, I, I'm just waiting. Like, let's let's go. Because uh, I knew you had a Look, couple of things to say about. There's, there, there's a ton of movies that I'm excited for this year. And, you know, that's one of my one of my main things, you know, that I go with. The Batman, obviously, very excited for that. Damn near three hours long. It came yeah. out yesterday. So that's pretty awesome. Um, we're getting we're getting Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Excited about that one. Yep. Uh, I think we're getting Thor 4 this year. Pretty sure we are. We're getting Black Panther 2. Yep. So, you know, all that Marvel stuff I am excited for. I will say that um, after Endgame, I wasn't as interested in some of the Marvel movies. Like the, the hype had kind of gone away. No Way Home, um, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but that one I was like, you haven't seen it? Okay. Because I haven't been to a theater yet. Fair enough. You know, I I, I went and then then everyone got Omicrons. (laughs) Yep, myself included. (laughs) I didn't get it, but, but, um, but, um, yeah, like, I mean, No Way Home, I was super duper excited for that, especially with all the rumors flying around about that one. I have to say, I'm not feeling as excited for any of these at the moment. I'm sure once it gets closer, I'll kind of be, you know, especially once I see a trailer or something, I'll be really excited. But uh, the Doctor Strange 2 trailer, like, it looks cool. You know, I, I, I dig it. I'm not going to, I'm not like, oh, my God, Doctor Strange, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think I can have some fun with it. But, uh, you know, the, the the thing I think I'm most excited for in terms of Marvel-wise is a TV show. So we'll bounced over to that in a little bit mm-hmm. but uh yeah i honestly i don't really know like what other movies are coming out this year i'm so hyper focused on batman at this point that I, like, i'm sure dc has other movies coming out but i don't i don't i can't remember what they are <laughs> yeah that's that's true and i think they're putting a lot of stake behind this movie um, but i did read a couple of articles and, and again this could just be hearsay or whatever um, that uh, Pattinson is extremely hard to work with. Um, really? Yeah, and, and that no matter, and, and again, I, I don't personally believe this, and, and this could again just be, you know, a little bit, because there's a couple of articles that, that stated this, but how much of it is actually true, but they're like, no, under no circumstances, no matter how much money this thing makes, will he be returning uh, for the, for the, to reprise the role. And I'm like, That's I don't know about that because it really, if this thing skyrockets at the box office, all is forgiven, I feel like, so. People like money. Yeah, that's yeah that I'm sounds saying. a little extreme. Yeah, um, but he's apparently a diva and extremely hard to work with. I mean, he basically told catering off. Uh, meanwhile, he was also quoted on interviews saying, you know, I-, I can't cook like an egg to save my life kind of concept. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, so 
I don't know. Again, these are multiple articles that I had read. So it wasn't just like a one-off, but still, I can't imagine if this thing explodes that uh, they're not going to have him back. Yeah. I mean, unless it tells like an easily one and done kind of story, which is possible, you know, like Hollywood likes their sequels, but I feel like there was a time where sometimes you just get a movie and we were happy to have that movie and we didn't, Oh, what's going to happen in part two? What about part three? What if this guy shows up? Like all of a sudden we're just gearing up for trilogies. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Like, especially with the MCU, you know, and, and I love this stuff, but it's very hard to get excited for one project when you know that the next five projects are coming, like you don't even get to like soak in the enjoyment anymore. Like there was a time we got one movie a year and you were very excited. And then you'd be like, Oh, the next one, I'll be excited for that too. Now it's like, you're not excited for this one where here's four more things to be excited for and four TV shows. Go fuck yourself. Like (laughs) (laughs) That you have to watch. Otherwise you have no idea what the hell is going on. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, no, I, I get it. I'm right there with you. But, uh, you know, uh, I and I know it's not coming out this year, so I won't really talk about it too much, but I'm really still excited for the Flash movie. So that's... Isn't it? Be- it's not this year? No, I think it's 2023, as far as I was aware. I don't know. <laughs> if it's 2022, I'm in, because that'll be amazing. I'm, I'm about to look it up. Hang on. Yeah, because uh, from... From what I remember, it was slated for 2023 unless... November 4th of 2022. Oh, right. Okay, awesome. There you go. I'm extremely excited for that one. Extremely excited. You got your boy Michael Keaton back as Batman in that one. He, As far as I'm concerned, he is the only Batman. I (laughs) He is Batman. Other than the OG Adam West, you know, aside from that, as far as the silver screen is concerned, he is Batman. All right. So I can't wait to see him reprise the role. Um, And and I feel like it it was probably Warner Brothers that were just sitting there begging him, just like, please just do this. Please, we need you. (laughs) (laughs) Everything went to shit. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's going to be really cool seeing how they're going to tie in Ben Affleck's um, Batman with with Keaton's, with Ezra Miller's um, Flash. So I'm excited for it. Like, that's the one I'm really excited for, more so than um, than Pattinson's Batman, to be quite honest. You know, but uh, I'm still, it, it's still pretty cool. Um, I, I can't wait to see, um, you know, I can't wait to see Colin Farrell as, as uh, the Penguin. That should be really cool. So, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, what about you, Lexi? Any kind of exciting movies on your end? Um, there's nothing, nothing that's been really doing it for me recently. I've seen a few movies um, in theater, and everything is just corny nowadays. Everything's a reboot. Everything's like a, like a. I don't know. I saw, I saw Halloween and Scream reboots back to back. Okay. And they were fine, but I'm kind of like, they kind of like didn't do it for me because I just felt like they were forcing it a little bit. Um, So horror movies, which is my favorite genre, there's like literally nothing that I'm looking forward to because nothing has pleased me recently. Um, I I have to ask, because you mentioned horror movies. Foo Fighters are putting out a horror movie. Are they really? What? Yes. 
So, so I, I don't think it's supposed to be a serious horror film. It's right, called yeah. Studio Six Six Six, and uh, <laughs> no it, way. It, it, I, I, I like. You got to know. I, there's a lot of horror I can't handle. Like I will not be able to sleep. Yeah, this one looks like I can handle it. It looks like it'll just be goofy and funny while yeah. having horror elements in it. <laughs> yeah, I horror walks that line for me. Where I, I love all horror movies. I appreciate them all in their own right. But I think there's two, not to like put them in a box, but there's two genres that you can kind of fit into where it can be that satirical, corny, like horror, which is kind of, I think what Scream was going for. Um, But it doesn't land because the actors are still being fully serious. So it's like they, they kind of miss the mark. And then the other box that you can fit into is the really scary, like conjuring Annabelle type of horror movies, which I tend to gravitate more towards recently because nobody has been doing the satirical horror movies well. So if this is supposed to be like funny and corny, I'm looking forward to it because I feel like nobody has really hit that on the nose recently. Cool. And, you know, anything Dave Grohl touches usually turns to gold. Anyway. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I'm yeah that's not. true. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I can do I can do horror if it's like a slasher, even a good monster. I'm behind all that stuff. The minute you hit like possession and like ghosts and stuff, that's when I like I'm out. I check out. I, I can't do it. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm so much more scared of what humans are capable of than what like ghosts are capable of because how many times do you see in the news like oh this bro got possessed no how many times do you see crazy <laughs> people shooting people and stabbing people that happens every day so that's how I kind of that's interesting that's I never the thought logic like behind it where I'm like the likelihood of a, a human doing something scary to me versus a ghost or a demon I don't know I'll take my chances you know that's fair yeah <laughs> got a good point it makes it a little less scary when you think about it like that people are definitely scarier i'll tell yeah. you that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, but no i'm actually looking forward to that now when is that supposed to be coming out dan do you know um if you give me a second i will look on my phone as to when that's supposed to be coming out yeah because i'd be kind of curious um you know because i i think he's totally going to be almost like if you guys remember that old uh, not another teen movie kind, uh, kind of concept, like, you know, very making fun of itself kind of deal. That's oh, what yeah. it's going to be. All right. This is supposed to come out. Uh... Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I found February 25th. Yeah, there we go. February 25th. Nice. And it says all the music is Foo Fighters music. Yeah. Which is interesting. And it's literally a like I think from what I'm understanding, from what I'm reading, um they are it they are playing Foo Fighters. Okay. The yeah, yeah. The, 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 the trailer, they make no bones about it. It's like, all right, our 10th studio album, we gotta knock this out of the park. Like, yeah, they they're not like playing characters. Themselves. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's interesting. That'll be cool. Uh, yeah. Is that just gonna go right to a streaming platform, I would imagine? I don't know. Um, it might be like a limited engagement kind of thing, like the Jane okay. Silent Bob reboot was. Mm. Um, I have, to, I have, to, I do have to look more into it because here I am talking about it, and being like, you know, it's going to be great. I don't know where I can see it. So. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, really- I have a friend who I think tried to invite himself over to my house to watch it because he literally t- today he messaged me. He was like, it looks terrible unless we watch it in a group and we could laugh about it. Are you going to rent it? I was like, wow, that was rapid fire, buddy. <laughs> wow. I'd be like, I don't know. Are you contributing? <laughs> I was just like, I want to see it. I don't know when it's coming out. We'll see what happens. <laughs> They're like, I'll host it. You can pay for it. You know, that's cool. Wow. I just found that it says um, as of February 25th, it's only in theaters. Okay. I don't know if that's, I mean, it's, yeah, that seems to be legit because studio666movie.com said it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. See, like, I'm just not there yet. I, I don't know. I mean, I know there's been a bunch of movies that I've wanted to see. And I just can't bring myself to actually go to a theater just yet. I don't know. The only reason I've been able to is because there's one near me that's like, looks like it's abandoned at all times. So <laughs> I never encounter humans when I go. So we like just- you Like you and like four other people, if- Yeah, exactly. So me and my boyfriend will just buy tickets for the very back row and we'll just sit back there like little recluses. Nice. It's, cool. it's not- I will say the the thing that has made me comfortable going to the movies, and I'm still a little on edge, but when I buy tickets online, when you put in like the number of people in your party, at least, I mean, unless I'm going crazy, it seems like they're automatically spacing you out from other parties. So if I'm going with like my wife and one other person, so like three of us, it'll give me choices of like where I can pick. And then when we go, there won't be anyone directly next to us. There'll be two seats away. Okay. So that is a little better, you know? Because again, like, because I saw Spider-Man, it said it sold out when we went and there was nobody next to us. So I was like, how is this sold out? But there are two empty seats here and two empty seats here. Like it was, it was almost strange. Yeah. So obviously they're, they're trying to be a little bit safe, but uh, yeah, I don't know. To me, that doesn't really mean anything because- Because you're all breathing in the same air. Yeah. You're confined yeah. room. Yeah. But that's true. I get that. You know? I doubt it every theater has a HEPA filter. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Oh, you know, we're all breathing the same air in that room. So whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, it is what it is. Eventually I have to get back, get kind of get over it and kind of get back to normalcy, but uh, I'm just not there yet. But I get it. Um, I'm curious to get your thoughts though now, Dan, about getting into the, the TV side. Cause uh, if, if I can, if I can cut you off for one second, mm-hmm. I, I, I have to, give an on-air formal apology to you for me for to you because Uh-oh. last time we got together i was kind of dunking on ghostbusters and you were saying how you were excited and i was saying it looks like crap blah 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 mm-hmm. i wasn't gonna go see it and in truth i still haven't seen it but a bunch of my friends who were the same mindset of me were like you need to see this it is phenomenal it is awesome like we were really? rooting for the characters so I, I have a note. I do want to go see it or, or at least just buy it kind of blind on Blu-ray. And because uh, I'm hearing it is very good. So I, I do I do apologize for my negative attitude towards that one because apparently it, it was a fantastic movie. So that's what I heard. I have not seen it yet, but I will. I think it's streaming now, so I will see it. Um, but yeah, it. It got rave reviews and I have a buddy that literally loves Ghostbusters, but the OGs and is completely hypercritical of anything. 
you know, like yeah, I have a friend like that too. <laughs> yeah, the last reboot was did not land well with him. Um, right. So I was like, when he went and saw it, and he was blown away. I'm like, okay, this thing is gonna. Yeah. Be, this won That's him. What I'm hearing. This is gonna be phenomenal. So, all right. Well, I appreciate the apology, uh, <laughs> the on-air apology, um, and I have to apologize too. And, and I think I did this at one other point as well. Uh, Originally, I was really ripping on the Batman um, with Pattinson and everything, <laughs> um, just just because of my my past experience with him with Twilight, and, and I know I know he's done quite a bit more since then, obviously. Um, but those are the only instances I've ever seen him in, um, and it was usually begrudging too. <laughs> it wasn't going out of my own free will, so that always taints the, everything. Um, so, but everything I've seen so far and everything I've read, I think he's going to do a fantastic job. Um, you know, I just hope there's something more to it than just like a one-off, but it might just be a one-off who knows, you know, um, all right. it's weird to see how they're going to tie them all together, you know, cause you have a yeah. Batman floating around, then you've got the OG Keaton Batman coming back and then you have I Batman. I honestly think they're just going to say multiverse. This yeah. is a different universe and we're not going to worry about it from there. That's exactly isn't that, what, Yep. Don't don't quote me on this cuz I might be wrong, but isn't that like what they did with the Spider-Mans, how they're all like from a different yep. dimension and if then they all didn't see it yet. I won't say nothing. I, I I know they obviously make an appearance. I am not like I don't Yeah, they 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 they're all just different dimensions. So yeah, yeah this I will just be a different different universe and mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. this will kind of be that, but yep. in the DC version. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's what everyone's doing now. It's like, oh, we can do all these now because, yay, multiverse. Because there's no rules in a multiverse. Pretty much. Everything's an MCU film. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope not. Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, you know what? They may as well because I was a huge DC guy until I got into the MCU stuff. Um, honestly, Hell, at this point, I don't care. They can copy the freaking MCU formula to the T because that can only be better because <laughs> what they got beforehand was not anywhere near halfway watchable sometimes. Comic-wise, DC did the multiverse first. Yes, yes. I'm talking, I'm strictly just talking about the the cinematic universe. Makes so, sense. Yeah. But, we'll tell you what, we, we'll get into TV in just a moment. We're going to pause here real quick because I need to put dinner in the oven. So uh, you, dear listener, it will be like no time has passed, but then we'll be back and we'll be ready to rock and roll. Hey, see, I told you that pause wouldn't be all that long for you. Welcome back to Two Nerds, a Girl on a Podcast. And we're talking about the stuff we are most forward looking forward to in 2022. And uh, we are about to talk about some of our most exciting TV things for the year. So, uh, Lexi, you want to talk about some of the TV that you're excited for this year? Yeah, so I personally am a big, like, true crime documentary junkie. Um, And I have really been into recently, a lot of the streaming networks have been doing, like, like real-life-based TV shows, but it's not a documentary style, if that makes sense. Like, there's actors and stuff. So... There's a bunch of those that I'm going to talk about. The first one that doesn't really fit into that category is Bel Air, which will be on Peacock. Um, it's kind of like a reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but it's I think it's going to be 
a lot more like, I don't know. I think it's going to have a lot of good social commentary in it. Um, I want to ask you a question before you go any more into that one. Were you alive for the original Fresh Prince? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a no. I've seen it. I was, I was probably crawling around. Oh my God. I, I, I will say, because I saw the trailer. There's like a three minute long trailer for it. Yeah. I'm glad you're excited for it. To me, I remember the original one. And even yeah. though Will Smith is like the executive producer on this one, part yeah. of me, I just can't get behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, when MTV took Teen Wolf and made it a serious thing. Like Teen Wolf yep. is a freaking joke. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's the problem that I've been having recently with reboots. Like I was talking about with Scream and Halloween and everything. So I, I am excited is a little too harsh of an of a word i'm looking forward to experiencing it yeah i'm interested in it but i don't i don't think it's going to be amazing i just want to see what they're doing um and then the other ones that are a little bit more like how i was talking about like documentary style um, the first one is The Dropout, which is about Elizabeth Holmes. Do you guys know who Elizabeth Holmes is? She um, she was the girl. She like defrauded this, I forget what medical company it was, but she tried, she came up with this blood testing thing and oh, she basically oh. like, yeah, she basically was like, like a con artist in the healthcare community. And she convinced everyone that she had this like revolutionary Theranos. Um, it was Theranos was the company. Yes, yes. Yeah. So she convinced everyone she had this like revolutionary blood testing thing um, and basically just like conned a bunch of people out of their money. So um, And gave a lot of people like misdiagnoses and stuff like that. Yes, well, exactly. Incur- like the technology she was saying was patented, but meanwhile she was using technology that had already existed, like yes. machines that were already in the market. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested in that. Um, is that Jennifer Lawrence who's in that? I I, I know I saw who the actress was. Now I can't remember. Um, I I want to say it was. Uh, it was supposed to be Kate Kate McKinnon, but then something happened where she had to drop out. And let me see who's playing it now. Oh, no pun intended. She had to drop out. Ha ha. um while you're looking that up i'm kind of curious because she's still on trial right now i think they're trying to determine her sentence and everything and uh you know she actually at one point tried to get a new company going yeah Yeah. craziest thing while she was still awaiting trial she's trying to get a new company going i'm like look if this chick ends up getting funding for a new company yeah and you've already heard these allegations i don't know a fool and their money are soon parted clearly so Mm -hmm. To tell you, so but. I found that it's Amanda Siegfried now. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and so that should be good. Playing the title role, she's going to be playing. Yes. The- she's okay. Elizabeth Holmes. Yep. Interesting. Um, and then going along that same kind of note, um, there's a show called Gaslit coming out, which I am so excited for because it's about the Watergate scandal. Okay. Um, so. This one is Julia Roberts and Sean Penn. Um, But I think Julia Roberts is, no, Sean Penn is Nixon's like right-hand man. And then Julia Roberts is 
his wife. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like a behind the scenes of Watergate, but it's not like an informational. It's more of like a drama, I think. Okay. Um, but this one was really interesting because there was a lot of there was like scandals behind the scenes with COVID because Sean Penn, like the lead role, basically stood up and was like, if everyone doesn't get vaccinated, I will not be participating in this um, on set, which like to each their own, you know, fair, fair statement. Mm -hmm. But um, then it was a whole thing where they had to like cease production for a minute. um, And then he kind of like held, held his part over the head of all the directors and stuff. And then to my understanding, they got everyone vaccinated and he's still playing the role. Okay. So that's interesting, but yeah. there was a lot of a lot of drama, a lot of setbacks and stuff. And then the last one I will talk about is Inventing Anna. That was that's really interesting to me. Um this is about the girl, what's her last name? She play she pretends to be an heiress. Yeah, Anna Chlumsky. Mm-hmm. Um but she basically is just your average white girl that like grew up in America and whatever. And she just moved to New York one day and decided to be, like pretend that she was this like German heiress that had billions of dollars. And she, I watched a documentary on it. There was one girl in specific that she befriended and then she like took them to a hotel resort pretending that she was paying for it. And then all of a sudden she was like, oh, I'm, I have a problem with my card. Like you have to pay this, just like put $6,000 down and then I'll pay you oh. back when you get back. And so then this girl's in debt. And then she basically did that too everyone she encountered totally conned them out of everything. Um, But it's that weird phenomenon where she, in her interviews, she like owns it. She's like, yeah, I did that. Like, what about it? But um, yeah, but she doesn't really have any like crazy ways that she did it. She just like said lies and people believed it. So it's that weird thing where it's like, I think she was so um, like charismatic and believable that people just like took her at face value um so i'm very interested to see how that translates onto the screen because i like stuff like that yeah i i watched that same documentary and uh, yeah that people were you know suing her left and right because you know these are things that you can't get i mean she was living in a hotel yeah literally living in a hotel every day and it's not cheap Mm -hmm. no Hundreds of, she was racking up bills of like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that met her, they said they just assumed that she was like so rich because of how she lived her life. She just was like blowing money left and right on cards that she couldn't pay off and bank accounts that didn't exist. Right. So people just like believed her because she was so confident. Yep. It's crazy. And uh, that poor girl that got taken, it was, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. Oh yeah. yeah. She, she really, I think in the documentary, she said she's like still not financially recovered. She got right. some money from, I don't know, whoever reimbursed her. Yeah. The government. Well, one of them, like, you know, forgave part of the debt, like one of the hotels yeah. forgave part of the debt or something like that. Yeah. She was still exactly. well in the hole. Totally screwed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to recap, the dropout is on Hulu. Gaslit is going to be on stars and Inventing Anna is going to be on Netflix. So. To go back to the dropout just for a second, because I yeah. wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Um, there's a movie coming out about that woman 
and that's where Jennifer Lawrence is playing her. I was gonna say like oh, I could really? have it was Jennifer Lawrence. So you know, sometimes uh, good things come in pairs, I guess. So we're not, not only getting a docuseries, we're getting a movie. Cool. That'll that'll be an interesting comparison. Yeah. Well, that was a big thing. It was a big, big scandal for quite oh, yeah. a while. huge, giant. Yeah. So I, I'd be curious. I mean, I'd be curious to see how she portrays uh, that particular person because, I mean, if you've seen her, Elizabeth Holmes, in, in any kind of interview, she almost looks robotic and stoic. Yeah. Really interesting, like her, her voice patterns, you know, um, it almost doesn't even seem real. Like almost, yeah. it, it's so bizarre. Like when she speaks and just like, she's got a very deep voice, a very deep stature, but also it's almost very staccato. It's like every word is very like chopped up. Yeah. It, it's huh. an interesting way she speaks. And I'm just like, like, how do you mimic that as a, like, as, a, as an actor? Like that's telling me that she's a robot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so robotic and weird. It's very. Uh, now, now I'm going to jump down that YouTube rabbit hole of watching like interviews with her later tonight. So yeah. sure. weird. Cause I'm just like, I, I've never encountered someone that speaks kind of the way she does. Yeah. It, it's a little bit. And, and you know, <laughs> I hate to say this, but it's a little bit like Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is a little bit like that same kind of thing. You know, South Park makes fun of them all the time where it's like kind of like dubbed and everything. Right. Uh, it's kind of the same vibe. And I, I don't know if it's, um, a Harvard thing because I think they both went to Harvard. I don't know. <laughs> There's something know. in the Harvard water. Maybe. maybe. Or maybe they're robots that were made at Harvard. Yeah. You know, so much. So yeah. that would explain a lot in so many different ways. So could be. We might <laughs> 10 years from now, both of them come out to be like robots. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. It wouldn't shock me at all. So, but so, uh, Pete, what no. about you? Uh, what what TV stuff are you looking forward to? Um, you know, honestly, I it, this isn't an old, uh, this isn't a new series, but you know, I, I've been watching for this upcoming season. It just kicked off actually uh, yesterday. Uh, I've been really into Batwoman. Uh, it took quite a while to get any kind of traction going. And I know, Dan, you've kind of not really given it a chance. Not, well, I mean, when the series lead walks away and you recast it, yeah, I can imagine it's hard to get that traction going. There is, but she has done a phenomenal job turning it that character and making it her own. Um, because again, you know, they even addressed the original Kate Kane. You know, they have it in the last season and you know, another actress played her and they kind of explained the whole spin. So it, it was interesting to see that. And it was okay. It was honestly not bad the way they did it. But now this upcoming season into, um, it, it really throws back into the original um, Batman villains and adversaries, That's cool. um, you know, and not to give up too much, but like the end of last season, a lot of the trophies, Batman trophies that were collected uh, from the villains that he, you know, um, put away, you know, got freed into like, and ended up on the street. So you had like 2.0 versions starting to come out. I see. So it's actually pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, it's an interesting concept of what they're doing now with like the Joker, um, and how that's playing in. Um, and, and it's quite funny because Robin Givens is in it. 
So Dan will know who Robin Givens is. Lexi probably has no clue who the hell that is. No, can't <laughs> say it. Old TV show called the Head of the Class back, back, way back before you were probably a twinkle in your mom's eye. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, she was started there, but she also was married to Mike Tyson for a while. Oh, okay. That's where she was like, you know, I think her, her biggest thing was she was punched in the face by Mike Tyson. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> former wife of Mike Tyson. Um, but uh, she she's super talented and, you know... Um, that's that's interesting to see her now as like someone's mom when I remember her head of the class being like a teenager. So I'm like, right. damn, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm really into this season, so I'm excited for that. Um, and then obviously anything that, um, you know, comes to Disney Plus for the MCU is always really cool. So I'm definitely looking forward to um, all the other stuff that they kind of have down, down the pike. So, um, and I can't think of off the top of my head, like what else is coming? I know She-Hulk is coming this year, I believe. And I'm kind of excited for that because poor Bruce Banner doesn't get his own thing, you know, like at least this version of Bruce Banner, like, you know, Ed Norton got his shot and who else played? It was Ed Norton. And was- oh, uh, Eric Banner. Thank you. So they both got their little spotlight, but uh, this version has not. So it'd be kind of cool. Uh, to see that play out poor Mark Ruffalo uh, get his like you know 15 minutes of fame to be in his own kind of solo-ish movie um, yeah well he'll be yeah. in the She-Hulk series he'll survive that's what I mean so I'm okay <laughs> with that um, what are your take on and I'm curious now uh, Moon Raider right Is Moon, Knight? Moon, Moon Knight Moon Knight you gotta Moon. know I love Moon Knight he is a superhero who has a split personality disorder he is a legitimate crazy man, and they are doing a show where clearly in the trailer, he is a crazy man. And it, the one thing no one's talking about, and I don't know why, there's a scene where he's just kneeling over something and punching the living crap out of it. It's a werewolf. No one is acknowledging this yet. <laughs> like, look at it. It's not human. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind there, of the plus, right? Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. There, there was actually a quick side note. There was a um, so the Blade movies had a TV show spin out of it, and uh, it only lasted one season. But the the treatment for the second season actually had that Blade was going to meet Moon Knight, and they were going to team up because Blade's fighting vampires, and Moon Knight was like, "Yeah, we got to stop werewolves." So they were going to team up. They were going to become really close friends, and then you were going to find out at the tail end of the season that werewolves aren't real and Moon Knight is just beating up random people and Blade has to stop Crazy Man Moon Knight and we never got it. I wanted that so bad. Damn. So, so yeah, I, I, I'm very excited for Moon Knight. I, uh, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be really cool. I just like the actor that's playing him, isn't it? He, he also played- uh, It's, uh, it's uh, oh. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, he played Poe in uh, the Star Wars. Uh, yeah, Poe Dameron. He was uh, Apocalypse, the next man Apocalypse. Yeah. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah, um, I, I hate very... to say I've never even heard of Moon Knight. I literally didn't even know that was a superhero. It's but okay. <laughs> I'm not very well versed. Is this Mar- This is Marvel, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not very well versed in the Marvel universe, but that sounds really interesting. And I, I love... I do a lot of research on dissociative personality disorder 
And I think that that's so interesting. It does kind of like pick up a commentary of this might be a little bit deep, but people don't like when there's that disorder portrayed in movies and TV shows because they're always the villain and they're always this kind of crazy person that's murdering people. Um, And it's, yeah, it's the same thing as like schizophrenia where it's like, there's never a nice schizophrenic. It's always like this crazy person. So I'm interested to see if they make him have some like redeeming qualities, um, which I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I'm sure he's not just going to be like a psycho that's beating everyone up. No, no, I I don't think so. But I'm I'm excited for that. And like, you know, the the, the funny thing, too, like you're saying you don't really know who Moon Knight is like, that's perfectly fine. I'm not going to sit here and ever get mad at someone for that. You got to remember when they announced Iron Man as being the first of the MCU movies, like all the Hollywood gossip magazines were like Marvel trying to start a film studio by using a C-list hero. Like, people didn't care about Iron Man. Now you say Iron Man, everybody's like, yeah, Tony Stark, what about it? Yeah. So, you know, they, they've gotten very good at turning these no-name names into household names. Like, yeah. I remember when they announced the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, I know them, but how are you going to get this audience to believe in a talking raccoon and a tree yeah. man who only says his name? Yeah, yeah did. I didn't know any of those characters before I saw that movie, and now everybody knows them, you know? Right. Yep. So they, they are very good at just cranking out that stuff and making characters that stay with you. And I'm very excited. There are a bunch of Marvel shows coming out this year, as Pete said. We got Peacemaker currently going on in HBO Max, which is a DC show. James Gunn directing that, spinning out of the events of the Suicide Squad. We have the Umbrella Academy season three coming out at some time oh, this exciting. year. That's yep. exciting. We also and, see um, boys, too. Yep, we got The Boys in June. They just announced the date for that one. Yep. The Boys season three, that's going to be great. And then, like, you know, even on the Star Wars side of things, we currently have The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, We should be getting Mandalorian season three at some point. It might be next year. Uh, Obi-Wan is coming out at the end of this year. Don't wait. I love Ewan McGregor. Really excited for Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Yep. So, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, man. Cool. So... So before we, I think, I think we're almost out of time here, but before we wrap up, does anybody have like any other just kind of like miscellaneous things that we didn't mention that are happening or going down this year or coming out that you're really looking forward to? Uh, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to not being like 2020 and 2021. (laughs) Yes. Hopefully some changes. Yeah. Kind of some changes back to quote unquote normalcy, whatever, whatever that ends up being. But, you know, maybe my jump in my way, way back time machine and go back to 2019. Cause that would be fantastic right now. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, I not, not to get too nerdy. There are a ton of collectibles coming out, but we will have time to talk about that later on in life. I don't think I need to bore everybody with that today, but um, you know, here's hoping that everybody has a, he- a healthy and safe 2022 if you decide in October to fly out to the uh, Vegas when we were young fest, God be with you. <laughs> that yeah, is you a $300 ticket. Are you buying tickets for that? Cause that's what my rumor no. is. No, no, I, I know that I jokingly had said like, I'm totally going to go, but that's because I clicked on the website and it said it was $10 down for a ticket. And I was like, or $20 down. And I was like a $20 yeah. ticket. That's like warp tour. I just got to pay for airfare. 
no, it's $20 down and then $300 for the rest of it. And it's not <laughs> refundable. So I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> plus airfare, plus, you know, room and board, all that sort of stuff. Right. And God only knows where life's going to take us by October. You know, I feel like things are a little unstable constantly. So like maybe the festival will happen. Maybe I won't be able to leave the state. Who knows? <laughs> yep. Don't even say that. Don't even say that. So, so. Yeah. I know everyone's been talking about that festival. It almost seems too good to be true. I know Live Nation's doing it. So obviously they have deep, deep, deep pockets. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Like originally they're like, oh, only three stages. I'm like, okay, that mathematically doesn't even make sense. No. It, it won't because then at certain points they're like, oh, you know, the opening acts will get like, you know, about a half hour and then gradually go up to the headliners. You know, the bigger acts will get over an hour. And I'm like, if you do the math, for three stages, that will equal like two and a half days. Like that's not even possible to be one day. Right. So literally, you would need twenty four hours straight of this to, and it won't to try to accomplish it. So. Right, and you can't because there's ordinances because of where right. it's situated. There's there's definitely ordinances that people have to like abide by. So yep. Yep. Yeah, and honestly, I don't trust anything that Live Nation's going to do after Astro Worlds. It. <laughs> that I'm is not, true. I'm not going to be in their like debut festival after that shit show. I mean, I never trusted anything Live Nation did ever. True. Anyway, <laughs> but True. You know, that's just me personally, cause whatever. Uh, yeah, but obviously safety isn't their, isn't their forte, so. No, it's don't come down to how much, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, how many bodies can we cram into this place? All right, cool, let's do it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you won't nope. find me there. Nope. Now I'll hear about it. That'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So there you go. We are staying safe. And on that, that note, I think I guess we'll wrap it up. So uh, for two nerds to go on a podcast, I'm Dan. I'm Pete. And I'm Lexi. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, guys. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>